Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Therefore, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow nor reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See, see how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? So, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your and my heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given unto you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Praise the name of the Lord. Matthew's Gospel, 6, chapter 25th through the 34th verse. I want you and I to note some things in this reading of Matthew's Gospel. Why would anyone want to be silent about Jesus and what he does? You and I ought to be shouting it from the mountaintops because all that people are enjoying is because of his provision of his faithfulness. Why not tell the world of a Savior who provides, of a Savior who makes ways, of a Savior who opens doors? You and I, my sisters and brothers, ought to be ecstatic about who he is and what he is doing. In this short reading of Matthew's gospel, in this text, the word of God is calling us not to worry to enjoy the freedom that is yours and mine to enjoy and not worry. This text of Matthew, like the one we have read before, it is for you as much as it is for me. Yes, it's a text for all of us who has escaped the temptation of fear because the wicked one is constantly coming with that temptation of fear and fear brings with it torment. And God would not have you and me to live in torment. He would not have you and me to allow ourselves to be burdened down with that yoke of torment. And that's what fear brings. But here, the Word of God is showing us some wonderful things, that worry is the opposite of faith. And you are a woman of faith. You are a man of faith. You are a person of faith. Yes, you are. You have that mustard seed of faith. And it's just that which is enough for you and I to hold on to the promises of God. Praise the name of the Lord. So it's a text here that will enable us to overcome worry. The introduction shows us it's also a text that is easy 
easy for you and for me to understand. Jesus spoke to us about things that you and I can relate to. He spoke to us about food, about clothing. Yes, he speaks to us about the birds and he speaks to us about the flowers. Did you see it there in the reading? He kept it simple, did he not? As he often does, he kept it how? Simple. In the introduction, he kept it simple. Verses 25 through 31, he's calling you as he's calling me to do what? To look around, look around. Have you looked around? Look around you. Because oftentimes when fear comes from the evil one, it is seeking to rob us from what God is presently doing. Verses 25 through 31 is calling you and calling me to look around. Verses 25 through 31. I'm going to read it. It's worth reading again. Therefore, I tell you, look around, look around, my sisters and brothers. I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow nor reap or store away into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. And yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all the splendor of his glory was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? Will he not much more clothe you? Look around. Look about you. Look what God is presently doing. It is he who provided yesterday. Last week, last month, last year. I want you and me as I leave us with this word today to stay in the liberty wherein God has made us free. To enjoy the liberty and the freedom that is yours and mine because of what Christ has accomplished. So look around. Do not allow the enemy of our soul, the lies of Lucifer, to cause you and me to become worrisome because worry brings with it torment and torment is not of God. Look around at what God has done. How about looking above you? Look above, look above. Yes, there's a need for us to look up. Can you look up at me right where you are? Yes, just look up. Look up. You know, we can go days and even weeks sometimes, even months, without even looking into the heavens. There's so much that can distract us truly in the natural that you can go through a day, a week, a month without even pausing to look into the heavens at the stars. Look into the heavens at the clouds. Just look up. So what do we see as we look up? Look at verses 32 and 33, praise God, as we look up. Are you looking up? I can pick it up from verse 31. So don't worry about what you will eat and wear and drink For the Father know what you have need of. For the pagans run after those things. But as you look up, your heavenly Father, he knows that you have need of them. Look up and seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given unto you. Looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of my, of your faith. Yes, the Word of God calls us to look up, to look to Jesus, to look up, 
to look to the kingdom of God that is coming, the kingdom of God that will come down. Look up, look up, look up. Let your gaze be upward, looking for his return, looking up. Verse 34 concludes, and I conclude with that verse here this afternoon. Verse 34 reminds us as you see it there, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Do not worry about when? Tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. You see, each day has enough trouble of its own. So rejoice, my sisters and brothers, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice so that those around about you can see the joy of the Lord that is your strength. Rejoice, not in self-righteousness. Rejoice in who you are because of whose you are. Rejoice in the Lord. And again, again, again I say rejoice. Father, I thank you. I pray, Lord God, as we have been doing these weeks, one with the other, concert of prayer, one after the other, coming in and lifting up their voices. I thank you, Father, for every need that you have met in the lives of my sisters and brothers. I thank you, Father, for oftentimes uh, it's in the area of finances that we often sense the need to draw back because there's such great needs in the body. But I'm praying, Lord Jesus, and touching and agreeing with these in this room here today, that, Lord, our sisters and brothers, that each of us would experience the liberty, the freedom, even in the area of finances. I pray, Father, for this new week that you would allow the needs to be met. Bills, O oh God, that comes due, that they would be paid. Insurances, car insurance, life insurance, health insurance. I pray, Father, yes, utility bills. I thank you, Lord God, that you make ways. You've done it, brought us thus far. Do it yet again. And let my sisters and brothers go forth in this day, not having a worry about how these needs will be met, because they would have, as we are doing right now, surrendered it to you. And as you bless us, O oh God, we will seek those ways of being a blessing to others. So we commit this to you in Christ Jesus' name. And the people of God says, Amen and Amen. Bless his wonderful name.